Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, his power and authority amazed and astounded them all. The religious were astonished at his teachings. The multitude saw and experienced his signs and wonders. In power and authority he went about doing good. His truth, deliverance and healing was available to all. No one was excluded. He was sent to us from the bosom of God the Father. In perfect love and purpose he came. Using an Old Testament prophecy, he declared his mission in the temple. Luke chapter 4 verses 18 to 19 The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. In the Old Testament text that Jesus refers to, the word healing means to wrap up and carry. Yes, God does wrap us up and carry us through but he does more than that. Here in Jesus' words, heal is to mean to cure and make whole. Jesus is the embodiment of God the Father's heart and kingdom. He carries in him complete healing, peace, equality and freedom. In Jesus, his kingdom has come. Jesus heals. He gives sight to the blind, sets at liberty those who are oppressed, and proclaims the good news of his coming to all. After he declared his mission, he then continued and stated that at that moment, at that very moment of their hearing, the promise of healing, liberty, peace and equality is being fulfilled. My prayer today is at our hearing today, our hearing of this sermon, that we are healed physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, whatever our need is, in Jesus' name. In the Old Testament, there are many prophecies of the day when the blind will see, the lame will walk and the deaf will hear. Jesus, in his coming, by his Spirit, opens the eyes and ears of a lost and dying world. Jesus is not just referring to spiritual eyes. Jesus revealed the kingdom of God is complete healing, spiritual, physical, emotional, and mental. Complete wholeness and peace. All because God so loves and he desires us to be truly free. 
Jesus' life, death and resurrection is the ultimate expression and fulfilment of the heart of God the Father. It is because of his great love that he gave his kingdom to all who receive his only begotten Son. Jesus, in his great love, took on human flesh and surrendered to the Father's will and laid down his life for all. Jesus willingly and knowingly gave up everything to enable us to be healed and live in his freedom. And praise God, Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. He is the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords, to which every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. The evil spirits have to bow. They know who he is, for he is the Son of God. He is the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Every sickness, every disease, every virus, every name that has been named also has to bow. And with one touch or word from Jesus, healing and freedom breaks through sickness and bondage. Everything must bow to him, all because of who he is. So today, let us look at a specific illness, that is fever and go to a moment in time when Jesus walked the earth as a man, and healing and freedom broke out. And we will compare the three accounts of the same event. First, let us look at Mark chapter 1, verse 29 to 31. Now as soon as they had come out of the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew, with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick with a fever, and they told him about her at once. So he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she served them. Now Matthew chapter 8, verses 14 to 15. Now when Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand and the fever left her, and she arose and served them. And Luke chapter 4, verse 38 to 39. Now he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever, and they made request of him concerning her. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and served them. The detail of what Jesus did in these three accounts are, according to Mark, he took her by the hand and lifted her up. According to Matthew, which is very similar to Mark's account, he touched her hand. Luke states that Jesus stood over her and rebuked the fever. Interestingly, the word that Mark uses to describe what Jesus did that has been translated as took, that is, as in took her by the hand, means to be powerful and obtain power over. 
So Jesus is taking hold of Peter's mother-in-law with an act of authority and power, identifying with her and forbidding the fever to lay claim on her life. In Luke's account, Jesus admonishes the fever, and as a result, the fever had to go. It is important to note that Peter's mother-in-law had absolutely nothing to do with her healing. Jesus did not follow some magic formula for us to repeat. Full responsibility for the mother-in-law's healing is with Jesus. In his identity of who he is, and that everything must bow. Another time in the Gospels where Jesus healed someone of fever is in the book of John. John chapter 4, verses 46 to 53. So Jesus came again to Cana of Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum, where he heard that Jesus had come out of Judea into Galilee. He went to him and implored him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then Jesus said to him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will by no means believe. The nobleman said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go your way, your son lives. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Your son lives. Then he inquired of them the hour when he had got better. And they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was the same hour in which Jesus said to him, Your son lives. And he himself believed, and his whole household. Here Jesus does not physically touch the sick son or go to see him, as Jesus' power and authority transcends time. Even though at the time he was physically restricted in a human body, as he grew older and was crucified on the cross, His identity, power and authority never changed. He was, is and always will be above all. On the cross, he committed his spirit to his Father in heaven, who brought Jesus back to life. They are together again, as Jesus is now at the right hand of the Father in heaven. However, the story did not end there. After Jesus ascended into heaven, the Father poured out his Spirit upon all flesh. By his Spirit, his freedom and healing mission continues through his disciples. It is because of God's great love that we get the opportunity to be part of his wonders. He's not restricted to work in and through us to heal people, absolutely not. But he gives us all part in his wonders. The next recorded instance of Jesus healing someone of the same fever is through his Apostle Paul in the book of Acts. It was in circumstances of high drama. Paul was on a prison ship sailing to Rome. 
the ship sailed into a tempestuous storm. After enduring heavy losses and extensive trauma, the ship ended up on the island of Malta. The local people were very welcoming. They saw a viper jump out of the fire onto Paul, concluding that he was a murderer and that justice would kill him. However, no harm came to Paul, so they therefore decided that he must be a god. Neither were correct. However, Paul was a disciple of the one true God and Jesus whom he sent. So let us pick up the story. Acts chapter 28, verses 7 to 9. In that region, there was an estate of the leading citizen of the island, whose name was Publius, who received us and entertained us courteously for three days. And it happened that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went into him and prayed, and he laid his hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island who had diseases also came and were healed. Paul prayed, and he laid hands on him, and he was healed. Jesus, by his Spirit, heals. Sometimes through his disciples, and other times directly from heaven. Just like Jesus, who was sent from the Father, anointed by the Holy Spirit, so too are his disciples. Fast forward to our time. Jesus' mission The Father's heart and plan is being fulfilled by His Spirit through every disciple. Let me share with you a modern-day eyewitness account of what Jesus is doing in and through His disciples. We arrive to the sound of worship, beating drums and unified voices praising our Lord. Vines cover the entrance that we walk through as we make our way up the rough and exposed cement steps. Halfway up, we take off our shoes and walk the rest barefoot. We reach the top and are greeted by the worshippers. We join them in a song of praise before Mum shares on the secret of success. The portable whiteboard is used to illustrate the meaning of John 15, that Jesus is the true vine, drawn as the main stem of the tree, and we who receive him are the branches. I struggle with the heat. There are no walls, but the air is still and the humidity high, yet the villagers are listening intently. I am asked to share about my revelation of surrender. I begin by explaining how I used to think that surrender was God taking everything away from us, both the good and the bad. I shared that God revealed to me his heart of love, that surrender is giving all things to Jesus, both the good and the bad, so that he can remove the bad things and grow the good things in my life. God showed me through a vision that when I surrender the good things in my life, Jesus takes them and plants them in the ground, in his good soil. He then grows them into a small plant And as I continue to surrender to him, 
the plant continues to grow and grow. I saw the plant reach up to the heavens and then beautiful flowers formed all over it. God taught me that if I hold on to things, they won't grow. But when I give them to him, when I give them to Jesus, he grows them and produces much fruit. Mum leads the people through the act of surrender and receive. Tears flow as Jesus ministers to their hearts. Together we pray for the congregation. One by one, a young woman is next. What do you want from Jesus, Mum asks. I have come today with a fever. Beads of sweat are seen on her face and she is radiating heat. Mum reaches up her hand to speak healing in Jesus' name. The moment her hand touches the woman's forehead, healing is released and instantly the fever is gone. Joy radiates from her face. Mum says, it is done. The woman beams. Later we are invited to stay for lunch and who should be serving us but the woman healed from her fever. She is completely well and restored, praise the Lord. The story of Peter's mother-in-law in Luke chapter 4 verses 38 to 39 fills my mind. How after Jesus rebuked the fever and it left her, she arose and served them. What an honour it is to be part of Jesus' mission to heal the sick in his name. You can read more of such testimonies in our In Every Step magazine on our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Jesus' mission continues through each and every disciple. We have a testimony and are his witnesses to a lost and dying world. These are the days of the harvest, where healing and freedom is in his wings. By his Spirit, in his name, all to the glory of our Father. As Jesus declared in Luke chapter 4, verses 18 to 19. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your Son. Thank you that the Spirit of the Lord was upon him, and he was anointed to preach the gospel to the poor and he was sent to heal the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed and proclaim the acceptable year of you, Lord. We thank you that era continues and that Jesus heals by your Spirit. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.